What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Funky Friday, it's our final hour, but uh, we're kicking it off with some fun. Special guests coming up in just a moment, but I got to give you your final keyword of the day. Tickets to see Luke Bryan, Thomas Rhett, and Jason Aldean. You're going to win a pair to each if we call your name at 245, 250-ish today. Our final word for you to text in to 303-504-0925 is smoker. 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 Not like the group of guys that were trying to kill Kevin Costner in the movie Waterworld. But, but like smoker. Josh Dover. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Or like your grill. You yeah. know, one of the per- two. Perfect. Smoker. Text it in now. You have 10 minutes. Right on. Hey, I'm so fired up to bring in our next guest here. Uh, great friend of mine. Most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Super Bowl champion. Uh, first team all pro. Two times pro bowler. Two all times. SEC. Evan Mathis is joining us today. Evan has done many crazy things in his life. Uh, he has done it all. <laughs> He is you, Josh Dover. Like, like <laughs> Josh, you guys would be great friends. Okay? All right, I like that. He's done many crazy things in his life. Today happens to be the final day of a 42-day water-only fast that, according to his chart, ends at 9 p.m. today. <laughs> Evan, how are you still standing? Well, that's a funny story. Um, <laughs> yesterday, actually, um, the FedEx guy got here with my order of uh, Wagyu for the freezer, and I had to sign for it. And I was working in bed on my computer. I jumped up out of bed, and I made it out of my bedroom into the kitchen. All of a sudden, I got a really bad head rush. And you can see me on the ring camera. I'm going to put this on. I'm going to put this online when I do my uh, synopsis video. All right. I stand. I stand straight up, and then I fall flat on my face. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, so I got. So, you know, it's, 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 it's orthostatic hypotension. It's, it's you know it's a head rush right. in layman's terms. Right. And the, the, the two symptoms of this long fast are uh, a bit of those head rushes and cotton mouth in the morning. But I got my worst one yesterday and I paid the price. Now I have a giant black eye. But wow, um, I'm still standing. Uh, other than that, days one through 40 were, were really good. Um, days four to 41, that was uh, a little rough. And today, I think that more than anything, there's just this giant anticipation of being able to yeah. break my fast tonight and. There's been all kinds of food fantasies and things like that. I've been cooking. I got my smoker. I bought a pizza oven. I, I got. I bought. I mean, I'm studying recipes, and you know, I've got the next few months planned out. But uh, other than that, it, it's been a it's been a phenomenal journey. Yeah. Um, 
Sorry, I was just going to say, and, and before we go on, and we got a million questions about the fast, but mm-hmm. uh, this Evan's doing this right on the tail end. I, I don't know how far removed it is, but you had just done a 14-day darkness retreat as well. Or not, maybe not, I don't know if you call it a retreat. You were in a room for 14 days, total darkness, isolation. I asked Evan which one was harder, and he just goes, Neither. I just say I'm going to do something. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? You're you're crazy, dude. So so how long ago was the uh, was the darkness deal? I started that in uh, I think that was around right around February March, and I did that darkness thing. And I think really more people need to be exploring this and doing this. The the, the darkness. Um, I heard about it first from Aubrey Marcus's part podcast. Oh yeah. And, uh, that's the, he's friends with uh, Aaron Rodgers and. Aaron was on there talking about his, but they were talking about like four, five, six day journeys. Uh, and my research, once I found him, but I started, I did a deep dive real quickly into the research and found uh, Master Mantak Chia, who is a Dallas master. And he's like the four, the foremost, the forefront expert in, in darkness technology, dark room enlightenment. And he has some incredible papers out there on this stuff. And um, I dove into one, and, and what, what jumped out to me is, uh, you know, the, scientifically what's happening when you're in darkness is it's endogenous DMT production. It's you're producing DMT from within. And the way that works is you have, you know, you have tryptophan in your body, and when you're sleeping, uh, or, or that tryptophan, when you go into the darkness, that tryptophan, it starts turning into melatonin. And usually when you get up and you are exposed to sunlight, uh, that melatonin is converted to serotonin by the sun. If you don't do that, that melatonin stays in you. And once it gets to 25 milligrams, now it starts converting into 5-MeO-DMT, and then 5-MeO-DMT starts converting into DMT. So that DMT stage starts happening at days 9 through 12 of, of darkness. So if you're going to really do this, you're going to really have to go for it. You know, you're going to have to go for that days 9 through 12. And I tell you, it is worth it. The first few days can be kind of boring. Uh, you're supposed to be doing um, breath work, meditation, you know, you know, this kind of stuff. But on day four, when you start seeing, when there's nothing there, you start projecting or seeing into other dimensions that are, it, it is absolutely fascinating. And it's not like you're tripping and seeing things fast, like, well, what was that? This stuff is just sitting right there in front of you, and you're watching it for as long as you're awake every single day just having visions and it's really cool. Really, 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 really interesting. Um, mine got really intense days, 12 through 14. Um, I would come out of the, I was in, I was in a closet in the basement in my house and I would come out uh, blindfolded when I needed to use the road. I had a blindfold and I put like a beanie over my head to make sure there was no light getting there. And I would come out and navigate around my house, bumping into stuff and things like that. But um, the, what, what I started seeing on days 12 through 14 was absolutely mind blowing. It was like, um, it was like, have you ever seen uh, Men in Black when there's the guy, there's a little alien who's driving, who's in someone's head. His name's Gentle Rosenberg. Yeah, in someone's yeah. head. Okay. I was seeing that, but like the most futuristic, realistic version of that. And it was a bunch of these beings and they were following me around and they were shape-shifting and they were, they kind of look, at first they kind of looked like bikers. They were dressed kind of like a biker gang, like a, both male and female walking around of various heights. And there was, there was one that I was looking at. I was like, man, she's kind of cute. And when I said that, <laughs> the, the cute girl, the cute girl shapeshifted into a nine, nine foot tall, 500 pound guy oh, it was, like, with, with a beard. It was absolutely hilarious. 
and these like it, it got kind of crazy because these things were just following me around. It was like they wouldn't just go; it wouldn't go away on these past few days. They were just following me around the house, and they had like little. It looks like it's like they had little devices in their hands, <laughs> like they were like filming me, like FaceTiming their friends and things like that. <laughs> I swear, I was singing to another dimension. And the thing, like you're doing this, like you're fully conscious while you're doing this, like you're wide awake. My wife's in the kitchen. I'm sitting here. I'm like, hey babe, there's like 30 aliens in here with us. Um, <laughs> Uh, and it was just, it's absolutely it's really really hard to explain there's no audible you don't hear anything i didn't hear anything but i was just seeing these beings just right there in front of us this entire time and um it was like it was kind of it was it was amazing it was absolutely amazing i just think there's something there that, you know i think there's a lot more to this to reality than we understand a lot more to be explored um yeah, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I call myself a spiritual getting pick because I'm always doing these types of things uh, just to advance myself, you know, you know, get closer to yeah. get closer to God, get closer to unlocking our divine potential. Um, but, it's, but, yeah, I, I'm enjoying the journey. This fast has been absolutely fascinating. Listen, uh, Evan, um, you got to now give some props to the wife because your, your wife and, and your family and your kids, I mean, they're going along with this and have to be pretty supportive of all this, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a great point. You have to you have to give a lot of props to them. Um, and that's 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 my ex wife is included. My ex wife, my wife, and my kids, my family. Everyone is very supportive um, of Evan and his spiritual journey, and I'm very, very, very grateful for that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of love to do things like this. We're talking to Evan Mathis, former Bronco, talking about what he's got going on right now. I, I got to ask you this. Tyler said the, the clock is ticking, 9 o'clock tonight. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm going to. I'm sorry if I'm putting it in your head, but, like, you got the meal planned out for tonight? You're just going to crush everything? Well, here's the thing about that. An extended fast, uh, your stomach and your body is not ready for food, and all your levels are going to be, uh, you know, very off. So there's this thing called refeed syndrome that you have to watch out for. And refeed syndrome, I could end up in the hospital. I could kill oh, myself wow. even if I if I went crazy. So um, in Ramadan, they break every fi- uh, most of their fasts at night with, a, with starting with a date. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to have a date, a pitted medjool date, uh, and then I'm going to have a bowl of buttered broccoli. Like when you say a date, like like a single date, like that's a, it. A single date. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, well, I'm, there's other stuff after that, but I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Kind of like, kind of like tar, uh, very, very Tyler's uh, college days. He had a single. I, I, day. I got, I got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Tyler. You know, just like, single date. Just to, and I'll have more if I can. But I'm gonna be. I'm just gonna be very careful, very mindful. And I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna enjoy the process as well. I'm gonna, you know, chew the hell out of my food. I'm gonna savor it. You know, I haven't had a good taste in my mouth in a very long. I went swimming in the ocean a couple of weeks ago, and I got salt water in my mouth, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" <laughs> it was the first. How much weight have you lost doing this? Uh, Sixty-five pounds. Wow. Jeez. Wow. Jeez. Sixty-five I, I went, in forty-two days. That's nuts. Yeah, I, I went flying past my you know my lowest weight that I had been. I'm like, I'm like ninth grade weight today, actually. Wow. What do you have? 215 pounds. Wow. Jeez. Now, and, and Evan, he, he was still, like, he was a little bit heavier. So you were, what, 270-ish be, be going into this, something like that? Uh, to, uh, the, the, right after my, my final meal before starting to fast, I was 280.8. But that is ripped muscle. Like, Evan is, doesn't I have an ounce of fat on him. I wouldn't call it ripped muscle. I've usually had a de- decent bit of muscle mass on me. Right. But the past few months, I haven't been, you know, I haven't been attached 
attached to keeping that muscle mass or attached to the gym like I once was. Okay, so you have now starved yourself of food for 42 days. You have stuck yourself in a room, starved yourself of a closet, of, of which light. must be a big ass closet. <laughs> yeah, a closet. Uh, you didn't enjoy any light for 14 days. What's next? How, how, how do you want up this? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a multi billionaire and do a lot for the world. <laughs> no, but now he's being dead serious when he says that. So he, yeah. he's, he's got a business. He's about to launch Cards here. Uh, that that he's being dead serious. Tell us about it, Evan. Okay, so Cards here is the proof of concept for Seer which is a marketplace that I intend to be the marketplace of all marketplaces where um, right now, if I told if you pick something you wanted to buy, I guess we'll just start with trading cards. Let's talk about cards here. You know, if you want to go buy a trading card on the internet, where's the first place you would go? eBay. Okay. eBay. Yeah. And you just named one of over 40 something sites that has cards. So you're not really getting the full picture there. What Cardseer is going to do is we're going to go get all of the listings from all of the sites, bring them into one place, and organize it to where you're not having to search by keywords, but you're just searching by card. We, we will identify everything. So you search for a card and you click on it. Now on Cardseer, you'll see all the listings from all the other marketplaces, and you'll see everywhere that it has sold. So you can do all your comp research, and you can see everywhere that it is going, everywhere that's available for sale. So that's our proof of concept and our first stream of revenue, which is affiliate revenue. So we'll be getting affiliate revenue from a lot of those links that you go, you know, if you, if you, maybe it is eBay that you go end up buying that card on, but maybe it's somewhere else. Maybe it's uh, StockX. Maybe it's a company like TCG Player. There's a, there's, there's a lot of places out there you can go buy cards, but we're going to organize it all. It's a very segmented market. And there's a lot in, in this, you know, in the world, there's many segmented industries, right, where there's not like a, a source of truth that it's organizing everything. And we're going to do that starting with the card market, and then we're going to add additional categories. And it's all empowered by uh, a brilliant AI system that we've designed, and that that whole engine is empowered by uh, crowdsourced gamification that allows our users to help us start labeling and uh, identifying this data but uh, while earning prizes, rewards, cash, and things like that. And, that imp- and what they do for the system, now that's a training set for your AI model to be able to do it even better. So the way that we're able to churn data, identify data, and do everything like that is the reason that we're going to be a game changer, and we are, you know, we're built for full scale. You know, we're launching in five days at the uh, 2023 National Sports Collectors Convention. Uh, we're super excited about it. We've got a huge promotion plan, too, where we're giving away like 500000 in prizes, including my Broncos backup family Super Bowl ring, uh, all nice. kinds of store credits. It's, I've got a real fun gamified system uh, pl- uh, plan that incentivizes users to sign up, verify their identity, get their friends to sign up and verify their identity. You know, um, upload cards, follow cards. Uh, on cards here, you search the database for a card you like and you click follow. Now, now you have a feed on cards here. Anytime someone posts that card or there's a listing that matches that card, it shows up in your feed. It all just comes right mm. to you. That is very nice. Are you still? I know you sold one of the most expensive cards ever. Are, are you still in the game, or are you now just kind of, you know, the market manager as you're describing? So uh, I have spent. I, I I put every single penny that I have, pretty much in almost. The only thing I have equity left in is a little bit in my house. It's not much. <laughs> But I've spent everything I've had on this, on the, getting this company to this point for the last three and a half years. That includes selling all my cards. So mm. I've bootstrapped this bad boy all the way to here. Um, and also, yeah, we're doing also crowdfunding, um, crowd investing, actually. It's regu- we're testing the waters for Regulation C crowdfunding, uh, Regulation crowdfunding, that is, 
where people can go to WeFunder.com slash Cardseer, and they can invest in the company for as little as $100. And everyone that invests in the WeFunder through Cardseer, WeFunder forms a special purpose vehicle, which owns a stake in the company. Okay. So effectively, you know, you, just get, you get on the pro forma, you get in, and you can get in for as little as $100. Um, it keeps us out of the control of uh, venture groups and losing board seats and hostile takeovers. And uh, that's, you know, that's why I've bootstrapped the company this, you know, to this point as much as I can, because I want to maintain as much control as I can, because I have a lot of visions for a lot of plans and a lot of visions for where I want to take this. Um, so, yeah, you know, I want to be a part of it. Hey, I, uh, we'll I, I, I see a picture of you uh, flexing with The Rock. Why don't you just call The Rock and you probably get funded in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, I mean, does The Rock need to make any more money? I right. mean, uh, can't ever have enough, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so hey, just uh, text him and say, hey, help a brother out. <laughs> so that's uh, that's card, C-A-R-D-S-E-E-R, uh, .com, right? That's, that's where yeah, they go? Yeah, you can go to cardseer.com. Yeah, yep. you can go to cardseer.com. You can see the details, and that's uh, in five days, that's where you'll be able to sign up and log in as well. And mm-hmm. the WeFunder information is on there. The promotion giveaway is already on there. All the information is on cardseer.com. Love it. And that, uh, like, like I said, that's the proof of concept for Seer which is, um, you know, it's going to be all categories, everything you can imagine on the marketplace, well-organized, kind of like the Expedia and the price line for stuff. Oh, okay. You know, like, yeah. you know, whatever it is, you know, bring it all into one place. And that's just my first multi-billion dollar company. The next one is Pink Door Cookies. And Pink Door Cookies, you can go to pinkdoorcookies.com. We have the best. All right, your marketing pitch is over. We, 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 we gave you enough time. I got it in. I got it in. I got it in. You did get it in. You, nice you, work. You, you, did, you did get it in. That was well done. Screw that. Let him tell about it, but start sponsoring our show. Our carseer.com hotline. There you go. There's Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan tickets. Yeah, I love that. We're calling a winner in 30 minutes, Evan. Maybe it might be you, you know? Hey, before we let you go, we got one. We got a million texts that came in. And everybody's just blown away by your story. But this is my favorite. Uh, I no longer I no longer want to be rich if this is what I have to do to pass my time. <laughs> Evan, I gotta tell you, man, I That's first awesome, off, Evan. I, I love you. I miss you, man. Uh you're the best. You seriously, I tell everybody the most interesting man in the world. I, I stand by that. Uh, I okay. wish you all the success in the world, and that starts with that one date that you eat tonight. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait, guys. I cannot wait. I'll, I'll put it. I'm gonna. I'll make a nice video of my forty today fast, and I'll put it on YouTube. Oh, hey, I, I gotta ask you this. The last thing we'll let you go, and I'm being dead serious. Both in the all darkness and now the all water. What are your poops been like? <laughs> poops. Yeah. There is none. There's not any at all. There's well, none. No, well, I haven't. I just well I, over, well, I thought I wondered. Yeah. Yeah, it's been well over, you know, well over a month. Nice. All you right, guys Evan. Are all full of sh- you guys are all full of something that I'm not. <laughs> you're not. Good catch. That's a good catch. <laughs> that was awesome, Evan. Great insight. Thanks for the uh, information. And I, I'll certainly be looking for that YouTube video tonight because I got to see this. Uh, the date. Yeah. The date to eat a date. We're looking forward to it, Evan. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Be well. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, there we Thank go. You. Evan Mathis right there. That is interesting stuff. I'm telling you. From Evan Mathis. That's did, insane. Did I not tell you most interesting yeah. man in the world? Yeah, we didn't talk about it, but he was a hell of a player. Oh, yes. oh yeah, he had a good career. Yeah, oh, yes. Was. All right, let's hit a timeout. We got Dan Tanner's Daily Dose. Uh, I mentioned it earlier, that Lane Kiffin, man, he sounds off about NIL deals. VT will play it for us next. I mean, I feel like we should just spend the rest of the show recapping Evan. Like, like <laughs> yeah, is anybody yeah. curious about NFL news right now when we just had an interview like that? Uh, that was certainly interesting. I uh, I do think we would be pretty good friends. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I told you, uh, I, I I don't know how to say it any other way other yeah. than you guys would be great friends, especially we, when he becomes a billionaire, Josh. Well, yeah, really exactly. Be his yeah. yeah, we I got so many great tags, but here's another, and I feel the exact same way. I I, I know Evan. This guy is either an absolute genius or absolutely out of his mind. I've known him for a long time. I, I'm still not sure which one it is, uh, but but yeah. he is incredibly successful at whatever he puts his hands to. But, I'll tell you that. But in there, somebody say, or I don't know if it's scientific, what, that there's a, a thin line between genius and insanity. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? So maybe he, he, he read on that. Somebody that Se- is. Seven, by the way. Seven? One, two, three, four, five, seven. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, oh, I got you. Friday at 220. And all seven have one of these in front of them. Really? I, your idea from yesterday is piquing my interest. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. No one would know. No one would know. Uh-huh. But, yes, I, I did want to say this, too, before we get to Dan's Daily Dose. of, I, I actually legitimately, like, I, I know the texter was having fun. Like, man, if that's what rich guys do, I guess I don't ever want to be rich. But the fact that he is a rich guy... And is still like trying to better himself in these very unique ways. I respect the hell out of that. Oh yeah, like literally. Uh, I'm not joking. Expanding. I really do. He's expanding his mind. He's trying to. That's you know that's cool. I think we all should grow. Same. Sometimes you can try to grow and you grow in the wrong direction. We'll see how this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But a water diet. You know what the first time I thought about as I went and got my second coffee for yeah, the day. Right. <laughs> um, when did the? And I should have asked. I would love to ask him again. When did the headaches go away? So they say like days three and four are the worst. Yeah. Uh, but I think they last for probably 10 days or so is the way I understood really? it. Really? Um, but yeah, the, the days three and four, it's like un- unbearable. Yeah. You know, I, I've tried to get caffeine, caffeine for it is. You're like second, third day. It's tough. It's a head rush. Mm-hmm. It hurts. All right, DT, what you got for us in the daily dose of NFL news? All right, we heard from Jay Norvell earlier in the show, head coach of the CSU Rams, about this. But let's hear from Lane Kiffin. Here is Lane talking about what he thinks is the current state of college football. First off, I've always said I think it's phenomenal that players get a chance to get paid, um, which is great. I do think, which I've stood up here and said before when it first happened, that there's going to be some major issues and we're creating free agency um, with the portal and with NIL. You've got a lot of pay for play going on and that is what it is. So. You know, those two things combining, there just is not a a system uh, in place. And I don't think that there's any other sports at any level uh, that are like this, that really you every year can opt into free agency, really twice a year. And I mean, I was just thinking on a plane ride over here. What if you had that in other sports, you know? Tom Brady, Asia Wilson, Lionel Messi, LeBron James. What if every year those guys can opt into free agency twice a year, really, 
and they got no long-term contracts. Basically, everybody's not even on a one-month contract because they can leave in two windows. So um, it's just created a lot of issues and these roster changes. And I'm not complaining about it because we take advantage, obviously, of of free agency. But at the same time, I don't think that's really good for college football. So again, Lane Kiffin, and I actually like the caveat there. Like he's telling us they use it. They take advantage of the loopholes or the corners that they can cut. But he's also saying, I I don't like it at the same time. You open it up for cheaters, as you said. And it's really right now what it is, is who's got the most money and who's willing to throw it all around to get the roster that you want. Yeah, well, what I respect about what he had to say is that the way it's set up is you're supposed to use your name, image, and likeness to go help a company, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, But it's turned into pay for play, which I have no beef with, quite frankly. Uh, I, I think that's what it should have been from the get-go. If you would have just paid for play, I agree. then everything would be above the table. There would be no shadiness going on. Uh, but unfortunately, NCAA, like always, they absolutely butchered it. We talked. I don't even know what hour we talked about. Pandora's box was open. The NCAA is scrambling to figure some sort of fix. And if they do not, and can I get a consensus fix and I say fix, an adaption, if you will, of what all is going on, the NCAA will soon go away. Mm-hmm. They, 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 have helped, they have helped push themselves out of significance, to be real honest with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already, help me out here, do, do they run the college championship series? Uh, don't, no. No, they don't. No. That's a different they're, committee. They're totally so. unrelated. Mm-hmm. And so, huge money, and, and the Bulls too. They, right. I don't think they run the Bulls either. No. That's a huge revenue stream. Huge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so what does the NCAA do? Enforce rules? What rules? Now, you can't tell me that half the portals aren't being recruited before they get in the portal. Oh, heck yeah, they are. It's, so is that not illegal? I don't know if there's even any wording yeah. to describe illegal so or legal. What, I, that would be the one question I would ask. And I'm waiting to a coach have the, the cojones to ever ask that in one of these big presses. What's the significance, of, or even a, a, a reporter, what is the significance of the NCAA right now? I, 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 I honestly don't, really don't know that there answer. is one. I don't have a good answer. March Madness? Uh, how much are they involved? And then I'm changing sports, by the way. We're talking about football right. here. I'm, I have to change sports to find a significance. No, in, in football, they're irrelevant. Basketball, they still they run the show in basketball. And that's probably about it. But, but you're, still, you're still seeing the NILs and, and portals and a lot of Quick movement and, and same thing we said you get a freshman who you know maybe makes a freshman team in the big 10 or the big east and then the second year he blows up and is averaging 18 well chances are he's going to go to pros if he doesn't he's going to go to duke well also in college hoops let's say the the big 10 and the acc come together and they go you know what we don't really need them look we're going to start our own thing we, we're going to do our own tournament mm-hmm. remember, remember when paul Cleve was on the show and i think he said this sometime during basketball season um or maybe it's Legwald. If I can be a fourth-round pick in the NFL or a second-round pick in the NBA, would it not better or be more advantageous for me to stay that extra year in college? You know, whether leave, not leave my junior year, play my senior year, pros win or, or, or basketball players anytime after your freshman year, stay another year. If I can make it a, a million and a half guarantee to maybe get better, mm-hmm. right? 
And then improve your draft status? I mean, does, does that not, won't that keep some kids more in school? But they, guess what? That's got to be around seven figures. Yeah. Keep those guys in school. Don't you think, too, and I'll just use myself as an example because I'm an idiot of now, but especially then, uh, if you told me at 20, hey, you can stay here and collect a million, or you can go to the big leagues and they're going to pay you two, but you might, might, might not be on a roster in three years, my stupid brain goes, well, two's better than one. I'm going to go. Right. And I think a lot so, of kids would so, do that. Well, but, but then again, you, you said something the other day talking about ego. Go stay for 1.2 at whatever school and be the BMOC. Yeah, well, you're right. Or go make two, more money. And no one hears from you for about two years. Yeah, I mean, you, there, right. there's absolutely no risk for staying when you're making that kind of money. Right. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. DT, one more. All right, fellas. So it is possible the Washington Commanders will undergo another name change. During an appearance on the Today Show, <laughs> new minority owner Magic Johnson addressed the possibility. He said, I think everything's on the table, especially after this season. When asked about the future of the commander's nickname, he said, we'll see where we are with the name, but I can't say for sure right now. I mean, would they change the name that quickly? No, they said so after the year. Well, still, I mean, that's so that's still quickly. You just became the commanders after you were a football team for two or three years. But I think that's what that's what it makes sense, because if if you just bought the team, you want to start it all over, right? Everything's yours. Yeah, everything's yours. Let's just start from scratch. Let's give it's, it's a good idea. I mean, despite it being a terrible name. Just based off everything that's been going on over there, rebrand yourself. Oh, you know what? I want nothing to do with everything that's been here previously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anything that Dan Snyder's name could be associated with, get rid of. You're actually. And and on top of that, it's a bad name. It is an awful name. Yeah. Just go to the Red Tails, right? Isn't that what we all wanted? I'd I'd go back, throwback, go Senators. Senators ain't bad. Just straight hogs? Yeah. Yeah. That's tradition out there. Mm -hmm. Don't go. Infringement on Razorbacks. And they're start saying Woo Pig Suey in the stands. Chopped Pig Suey? I thought it was Woo. Chopped Pig Suey? No. Wait a minute. Are you not what? getting it? Oh, that's what you guys say? Oh, my gosh. Move on. Well, no. Help me understand. That was an attempted humor that went over your head. Oh. I still don't get it. I, I, look, it's like if you can't spell cattle, I can't help you. Yeah, yeah. Just move on. <laughs> it was actually me that texted C A D D L E. I don't know. I'm stupid. You know I got, what? I got a no dumb question. Okay. That was an hour ago, but it still fits. Yeah, but we, we shortened it. We shortened it a little yeah. bit to talk to some nerd from New York. Um, do you ever? You don't wear cheaters yet. Nope. Do you, do you sense a time that's coming? Uh probably. I mean, yeah. I wear glasses at night. To to drive or to read? To drive, not not to read. Okay. Well, he doesn't read. Kid doesn't even know how to read. So kid there are a time yeah. that you are glad. <laughs> Is there ever been a pair of glasses that you don't have to clean like absolutely all the freaking time? That would be a good mm-hmm. invention. Right? I mean, like non Are you not cleaning your glasses 8, 10, 12 times a day? Oh, yeah. Well, my million dollar idea, billion dollar idea, yeah. piggybacking off Evan Mathis, have a machine where you can just dip the glasses in and it's perfectly clean, each lens. You don't have to wipe them. There's no smudges. That's not bad. That's, yeah got to come up well with do the you details. have the mechanics yeah. of it no no no, no. Just the technology the i'm an idea guy <laughs> you're like tasty i'm yeah. like steve jobs i just know what i yeah, want and then yeah. i tell the smart people to go <laughs> create it yeah. when did you have readers like what age uh well it was really funny because marlo had him when we do games and i used to make fun of him uh and it literally was a year or two after that so it was probably probably full time the last six seven years like when i was 55 or mm-hmm. something like that 
all of a sudden, I'm like, God dang it. And I go, Marlon Limbo, your glass. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I look at the stat. Yeah. When I realized that I could hold a stat sheet, mm-hmm. and here's the funny thing. It's, it's still like this day. I can almost read, uh, um, what's his name, the guy that, that shows up? Grizz. Rich. Grizz, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I can read his screen from here. You know, I, I can yeah. see that well. But you put that same screen in front of me. You can't see anything. Long July, man. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 out tough. there. Yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? Your Arkansas. Well, I don't really know. We were talking about this yesterday. The basketball tournament, that TBT. I was watching a little bit of it last night. Whatever version of the Arkansas team kicked the crap out of the CSU team last night. Well, duh. Like beat them badly. Well, duh. Yeah, it was pretty pretty embarrassing. Yeah. We're athletes, make whiskey, and they smoke weed. Well, they're farmers. Yeah. <laughs> they're farmers up there. We're not farmers. Oh, they are up there? They are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, Dan, or somebody said Lionel Messi earlier. You know he Lionel plays Lionel Messi's it's tonight, right? Tonight. Tonight! Tonight. You guys interested at all? I was just finding out how you have to do it because it's not a, it's not an MLS match. They're playing against, um, uh, God. Cruz Alzu. It's a soccer club from the Mexican Liga Mix League or MX League. And it's still exclusively, though, on Apple TV or MLS Season Pass. That's how you have to well, watch you, you live. You got an Apple product and Apple thing. Watch stuff. Don't you have Apple TV? I don't know. Kelsey handles all that stuff. I think we do. Right? <laughs> Seriously. What? The deeper and deeper we get to know you, the more and more worried we are about you. You know. She I, handles, I just accept things. She handles the subscriptions and stuff. Right? I know you guys aren't married, but if you were, yeah. you guys would absolutely I, I'm, have, I'm like, you, you, you guys would Venmo each other money. Oh, them, not me. Oh, oh me and her. Yeah. Well, yeah. Scott, I, I, I don't know how the marriage is, but I know you're married. I mean, we have yeah. split-wise where, like, we put all of our bills into an app and it splits it up and we go 50-50. It's 2023. Just get an envelope and just go. Yeah, it helps, like, when we buy stuff on our card and crap. Okay. It's a nice app, split-wise. So, like, you have to keep receipts of literally everything you purchase? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't have any money. I can't you, pay you, for everything. You go to the gas station, you got to input it into that? Well, I mean, it's, if, if I get her, like, a coffee, I'm not being like, you owe me 350 Okay. But two coffees. But the, well, We're that's, talking about I seven mean, bucks where, Where's now. the line? Where's the line? There has to <laughs> be a line somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm just going to give out seven bucks to anybody. Uh, all right, there's our daily dose plus a little extra right there. Uh, when we come back, I, I didn't. We didn't get to this yesterday. I wanted to touch on it. That show quarterbacks that you've been talking about. What other sports could they do it? And it would have to be like group uh, position specific. Let's uh, talk about that a little bit. Plus, DT's weekly rewind is coming at you all next. Before we get out of the way for Crackman and Lindall at three o'clock. segment we are winding down wrapping up and we're going to tell you who the final winner is for the luke Bryan, thomas rett and jason aldean tickets maybe it's evan mathis how pissed would everybody oh. be if i yelled <laughs> evan mathis you know i was trying to i was trying to think of the timeline there did was evan on hold when we were talking about that yeah, or was he, he listening I, to the I, show I remember you he, he told you not to ask questions so he can give the keyword oh that's right and he, that's and he, right. he did interrupt in the middle yeah, yeah. sorry sorry yeah. sorry dad that's okay Wait, is he the dad or am I the dad? Um, You're an idiot. 
Oh, yeah. But some dads are idiots. Sorry, dad. Well, idiot. yeah. Most, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, idiot dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. Thank yeah, you, Tyler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll, okay with that one. Yeah, we'll announce a big winner coming up in about five minutes from right now. But uh, I, I, I did want to ask you guys that, that quarterback show. Uh, we talked about who could be on season two uh, yesterday, but other sports. Like, I don't know that they could go specific position because in basketball, you certainly can't. You, you have to go star power, star power, star power. Hockey, you certainly can't because nobody even knows their names anyway. You got to go star power, star power, star power. Baseball, you can maybe go pitchers because they're weird. They only have something to do once every five days. Yeah. So I, I think it's just star power in the rest of the sports. No. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's definitely a copycat world like I've, I was talking about yesterday, right? So when the, the F1 uh, Drive to Survive came out. That was that. And now you've got tennis, you've got golf, you've got offshoots all over the place of the exact same show. Now it's the same people doing the exact same thing. So uh, Peyton would be the one doing it. It would be Omaha Productions would just take it to other sports. Uh, I don't know. I kind of agree with you. Like what other sport has got a specific position that you would do? Like, like, okay, Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. Right. I mean, those are the big centers, right? I mean, who well, else? Well, see, and I, I would go more personality because the best TV, television, and, and even in the hard knocks that are successful, it's usually the dummy we don't even, that's not even going to make the team. <laughs> yeah. He's entertaining as hell. Yeah. And you you, you want to watch it. Um, I'll give you an example. We played some of his on a podcast. Bruce Brown, I think, would have been unbelievable to follow him around, you know, for half a year or whatever it was, the playoffs. I mean, he's going to he's going to Rockies games. He's at this place. He's playing golf. Um, so I think you got to find a personality, and there's a you know, and you got and it's it is funny. Like when Merman Hardwalks did Houston and JJ Watt, mm-hmm. and, and about halfway through it, you realize JJ Watt's a phony. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I'm going to come out at eleven o'clock at night yep. and do do pass setting drills on okay. my own. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and I'm like. And it's like the same thing if you did that with LeBron. Don't you know oh, eventually so LeBron's going to eventually just control his yeah. his narrative of what it wants to be? So I, I, the stars are going to sell immediately. Mahomes on anything right now, NFL-wise, even if you hate him, if you're a Raiders fan or whatever, you're probably going to watch it because, you know, he's the best in the game. Um, but personalities, you know, like I think Von Miller would be hysterical to follow around. Yeah, that would be a great oh, one of those things. You yes, know, you well with football, I feel like cause football you could do an O line group. That'd be freaking Dude, entertaining. I mean, honestly, as if you hell. want to talk about entertaining, O line would be the most entertaining thing you could watch. Yeah, uh, I agree. I mean, bunch of big fat dudes that are just doing funny <laughs> things. My you know I would love to have. Let me go back to in the middle of his career when he's playing well. Tommy Nalen, and he has to do it, <laughs> you, you know, because he's such a he, he's Oscar the Grouch yeah. that it, that it would have actually been funny because he's he's a curmudgeon everywhere. I have I, I'm not, not going to read six years old. Yeah. I'm not going to retell the stories right now, but I shared some of my Tom Nalen stories the other day. You tell me that wouldn't be TV gold? Oh, TV unbelievable! Gold. TV gold, yeah. and, and even he becomes a personality because he's a curmudgeon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was, and 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 you know. His wife is a complete opposite. His mm-hmm. wife was the sweetest, nicest, how she's married to that crazy dude <laughs> woman I've ever seen. That's yeah. why they split you time know? in and, different and countries. I, and I've seen him kind of going off and being Tommy. I'm not going to do that. And and his wife goes, right. I think right. It was it Denise? Was it? I Denise, think it was Denise. Goes, Tommy, 
Okay. <laughs> it's stupid. You know, it's like that little boy getting scolded by his mom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and I've, I've seen Denise do that. I go, Tommy, well, it's stupid. I don't know why fine. You're, you're fine. So I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, you know, somebody like that, yeah. give me give, give me non-phony. J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt was so phony I don't in want hard knocks. I don't want that either. So phony. Oh, Aaron makes a good point. NHL goalies might be fun. Because they're, they're psychopaths as you well. You want Bennington? Bennington? Well, I mean, maybe you could expose him for the tool that he is. That'd be fun for the well, rest of the world again, to I know. Well, again, I go back to history. I, I would have loved to have Patrick Wall and, some, and Belfour and some, mm-hmm. of those, some of those cats back in that era, you know? Heck, yeah. It would be hilarious. That would be insane. Yeah. All right, before well, What was the other goalie he fought? Osgood. Was, uh, and, and I think they, they had Osgood on a podcast. And I guess he's not a really big dude. He said, also, everybody's fighting. I look down at Patrick Walls go like that. <laughs> she said, now I got to go skate out and fight that monster. <laughs> right? Yeah, they didn't want to fight at all. <laughs> he said, no, he said, dude, he said, I'm five foot nothing, yeah. you know? Uh, all right, before we get to DT's weekly rewind, we do have to announce our big winner today. It is the fifth and final winner for tickets to Jason Aldean, Thomas Rhett, and Luke Bryan. I almost said Thomas Bryan. There's the drum roll. Our winner. On a funky, fr- I don't know why, but I feel like Funky Friday tickets are hitting harder. Michael Coberly, congratulations, Mr. Coberly. You are winning the tickets on Friday. You will be at Ball Arena in July, August, and October for our country concert summer series. Boys, this was an awesome contest. Yeah, that's that was incredible. a lot of fun. Plus, our texters showed out this week with your personalities and all the replies and everything. So. Uh, nice work. And like we that. learned that you don't have to actually do DMT to experience no, DMT no, yeah. effects. Uh, I won't I don't be... even know what DMT is when he, I mean, he, when I seriously, and I, and I feel like I'm up on things and I do a lot of study yeah. and re- research and read. He started talking about that chemicals and all the stuff going on. My, my eyes went, uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, melatonin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard that. that. I've heard that. I'm like, going, so, uh, dopamine. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like like two words yeah. of, of, of that five minute mm-hmm. soliloquy. I knew two words. Of, yeah. Okay. Uh, DT when the power says the five and the negative. I'm like, uh, my she I felt like Homer Simpson is what I felt like. <laughs> my she shed will now be return uh, transformed into a very own darkness retreat of my Dude, own. Perfect. It, it is every yeah. night for two hours. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have any lights in there? Yeah, there is. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's Plus made I, of wood? I put some up, yeah. Oh, you put a little starlight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you listened to that song I told you about? Oh, that? no. I'll do that Riders this Riders in week. the Storm? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I'll do that this weekend. Please. Yeah. I'll text you and remind you. Oh, please do. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit forgetful. Riders in the Storm. All right. DT, what did we miss this week? It's Dan Tanner's Weekly Rewind. You're making $47, $50 million a year. Do you need the $125,000 prize? I wouldn't say no to it. Hundred grand's hundred grand, yeah. buddy. Yeah, I'll take all the money. Yeah, I don't care if but I'm a billionaire. Somebody golfer. give me five bucks. Want to make sure you're ready, brother. Here it is. Show me the money. <laughs> They're doing that snatch and, and jerk, the clean and jerk, yeah. and all that stuff. Then I went there and lift up, and it—I mean, it's intimidating. Oh, it is. Yeah, because those are different lifts that we're doing. You're doing you know, oh, bench press. Uh, snatch and, and is, is like sc- my worst enemy. Uh, Guy Taylor is going the opposite way. He texts in, give me the tickets, you idiots. <laughs> <laughs> See, now, now that I respect. You're an idiot. I'm trying idiot. to get your back. I'm idiot. trying to. Are idiot. you calling me an idiot? Don't idiot. you ever talk to me that way? 
you pathetic, short little man. You don't have any friends or any family or any land. Listen, I, I was considered, quote, unquote, a tough guy when I played, but I was just stupid. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I wasn't afraid to get hit because I knew it was, the five was only going to be three punches. And so my whole goal was, let me get two of the three, and I won. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So If you run the tape. Scott Hastings, I'm still looking for your ass. Scott. You can find him in Denver. He's no, always no. out there. Scott, Scott Hayden jumps on the, he hits me while I'm on the bottom. Ooh, nice. Oh. Scott, so you I'm, still owe Scott Hastings Scott, I still one. owe you a two-piece. Like Ali, <laughs> we had him chuck. When he hit you, Chuck. <laughs> when I was on the ground. Oh, oh Scott should nice be, one, look Scott. at Scott, look. Oh! oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh my gosh, I I, I got to tell a quick story. Okay. Uh, talking about being cold and all that, uh, I saw Gary Kubiak. I might have told this before. I can't remember. I saw Gary Kubiak a year or two after I retired. I was on the Broncos broadcast. I was up in the press box and I was taking a leak. Uh, and and all of a sudden I didn't see Gary walk in. But you know I'm at the urinal and all of a sudden I hear this, damn boy. You really shriveled up on me. It's especially small. <laughs> what level scumbag are you if you take all the stuff that got destroyed in your yard and throw it over the fence to your neighbors? A big scumbag. Big scumbag? What yeah. if, like, like scale of 1 to 10. Um, 8 or 9. What if there wasn't a fence and you just placed it in their yard? Eight, 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 eight or nine. <laughs> so you're saying, so I mean, this imaginary figure, this name Josh Dover, um, it, it, you're saying you don't have a fence. You collected all the waste, everything that got messed up. Yes. You picked it up and you just set it across the property line. That's exactly what I did. Unbelievable. <laughs> think I'm a nice guy now? You're a clown. I'm a low-down scumbag. You just haven't found out. No. Don't be fooled, yo. Check the attitude. I'm a scumbag, baby. Don't act like you couldn't tell that deep inside. I'm an impolite, inconsiderate. Oh, oh, right. I'm going to need the title of that song, well, yeah, what sir. What is that? <laughs> I, I mean, I was kind of bobbing my head to that. I was yeah. feeling it. Please send me that MP3 link. I'd like to listen to that on the way home. Good I just work. Googled scumbag and it came up. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I can't wait to listen to it later. Uh, Dan Tanner, Josh Grismer, always appreciate what you gentlemen do. Did you go do. clean that up? Did I? Did you go clean those No. I mean. Hell no. The wind took care of most of it. <laughs> DT, Josh Grismer, appreciate you gentlemen. Good work this week. But I, I agree with Dan. Oh, that's it? <laughs> that's it? That's good. That's nice work, DT. Uh, for my partner, Scott Hastings and Tyler Columbus, I'm Josh Dover. Have a fun, safe weekend. Try not to punch anyone in the face. Uh, and if you can't get lucky, don't blame Marvin. Nate and Andy, coming up next. Talk to you Monday. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.